Ron Rude reminding you to set a reminder for yourself to visit Planet X every Thursday night at 11.30. Hi, I'm Dr Gonzo, and this one's introduced by... Is a 60-minute program where we listen to tracks from an album introduced by the artist who made the album. Thanks for listening, and this one's introduced by... There's not a lot of information about Melbourne musician Ron Rude online, except for a website, punkjourney.com, a website set up by Melinda Von Waywood, whose aim is to research, document, preserve, and digitally showcase the history of the Melbourne punk scene from the years 1977 to 1987, as well as celebrate and promote Australian punk subculture through recognition of the contribution that it's made to historical and contemporary cultural heritage. The following history of Ron Root comes from the Punk Journey website. Back in 1979, Ron Rood knew that he didn't stand a chance of landing a record deal, so he turned his Belgrave home into a budget recording studio, lined the walls with egg cartons from the poultry farm next door, and recorded an album, The Borders of Disgrace, which he put out on his own label, Unforgettable Music. He made news by being the first artist to finance a commercial release using a $1,000 cash advance courtesy of his guitar player, Stephen Clark's credit card. In 1980, Rude, this time with his own credit card and band, Piano Piano, made another album at home, The Vorpal Blade. To promote it, he went on a hunger strike in the window of Missing Link Records, an alternative record shop run at the time by Archie and Jughead's records founder, Keith Glass. And making news, he demanded that local radio station 3XY play his records, threatening to drown himself in a bucket of water if they didn't. His slogan, 3XY or I Die, was intended to show that the major mainstream rock station of the day would be unlikely to give a small-time independent artist a go. TV Channel 10 covered the story, and Rude had the momentum he wanted. His next move was to make good a threat to drown himself on Hans Christian and Barry Bissell's morning 3XY program. The DJs relented and played excerpts of the album as Ron Rude bubbled away with his head in a bucket of water. Buoyed by this minor victory... Rude took on ABC TV's countdown host Ian Molly Meldrum, chaining himself to Meldrum's fence to try to gain a spot on the show. Meldrum acted swiftly, absconding before the TV news crews arrived. Rude's live debut was a masterpiece of comic punk showmanship. Supporting a well-attended conventional rock band, Rude took to the stage clad in grease paint and leather and charged into the audience playing echo-driven guitar solos and singing Violence, It's the Only Way. 
His other guitar player, Jeff Martin, played guitar with his teeth, a la Hendrix style, but without the tunes. And the drummer, clad in full Darth Vader regalia, eventually knocked over all the drums because the mask obscured his vision. Three amply endowed girl backup singers called the Fannies bounced their breasts in time to the music, to roars of applause by those in the audience who would be moved by such a spectacle. To this day, Ron Rood is considered to be a pioneer of DIY, do-it-yourself recording, and in 2001, Melbourne playwright Karen Carroll wrote a play called 3XY or I Die, which tells the story of Rood's hunger strike. Ron has recently completed a double album, Morpheo, The Universes, recorded at his home studio in the Dandenongs, a glorious collection of beautiful melodies and Ron's unique singing style, for release in 2022 and he's here with me dr gonzo to introduce tracks on and this one's introduced by on planet x here on 3cr i'm this episode's guest host ron rude on and this one's introduced by on planet x here on community radio 3cr and i'm going to preview my forthcoming album morpheo and the universes. It's been a while since I released an album, but I've still been active. A lot of artists say, I'm going back to my roots. I'm not one of them. This isn't a traditional punk, post-punk album. But the ideals of punk, building power for change, are still there. The emphasis is on the singing and of telling stories, sometimes despairing of humanity, but hoping to build a better world. This song, Piano Piano, has been somewhat problematic for me. It, it's been through many rewrites since 1976. I never felt that I'd clearly said what I wanted to say, which was that despite your limitations, it's worth making an effort and, at best, exceeding your own expectations. But now, after all these years, the song seems to have found itself. And finally has a piano in there for what it's worth the piano is somehow the anchor you're sitting at the piano playing one note over and over in frustration until you have have an epiphany you realize that you are your own master and it's not for others to sit in judgment of your direction.
remember the history teacher once told us that somewhere in ancient Asia, people would have insect parties. Everyone brings an insect in a box, and when everyone's arrived, they release all the insects, which fly around the room and buzz and make mayhem. Everyone settles down, watches, and just listens. Eventually, the insects dissipate, and then the party's over, and everyone goes home. I don't know if that story is really true. It's just one of those curios, and I've got a few others. There's also ball lightning, which is lightning the size of a tennis ball, which comes in through one window and goes out the other. Then wind harps, a la Jan Garberek and his album Dis, and micro sculptures. The best example I can think of is the sculptor Willard Wogan. All of these curios seem to be connected in some way. Recently I looked out of the kitchen window and I saw the fuchsia bush swaying left and right with its beautiful purple and pink colours and the wind started to blow harder. And then further up the garden the fig tree leaves were bobbing up and down. Then what was really funny was that a little insect flew along right outside the window in a straight line, despite all of this chaos. And it made me think that there's a vast, curious backdrop of our lives. And... We are not at the centre of the action. Close into 
micro-sculptured wings Jump cut to miles of burning diamond rings Audio jazz saxophone and drone Caves with its piano wild wind blows song Monsters of the Deep, I'm warning you to watch out for sea monsters. But of course, age-old tales of sea monsters are pure fiction. Or are they? Are they an allegory for something very real, the demons within us that can drag us down? Yet, 
we can control these dark forces with the power of our minds. At the end of the song, the sound of monsters, whales, and ancient sirens singing to lure us down reinforces the warning. There are monsters of the deep to take all the ships down said to be fallen gods who lost their heavenly crown Dark the mighty the few us with huge lips brutal skies
I'm Ron Rude, and you're listening to And This One's Introduced By. Back in the laboratory of my youth, I was doing astrology, tarot cards, and some ceremonial magic. It was very popular, and I really wanted to believe in it. But as time went on, I realized that it's all bunk. Ethical considerations forced me to abandon the livelihood that I had forged and cease all activities in the area of the occult. Some of the content of the song is true and some is contrived for the purposes of a good narrative. It was all worth it for a song. Came to 
the house as a true believer I was heard, Christ, she was sacrificed Why pale boy dare to deceive her The myth, the money, and the magic Is it what you feel? Is it always real? The myth, the money, and the magic Is it what you feel? Is it always real? first guitar hero. Was it Segovia? With his simple style, he transformed the instrument into a solo instrument worthy of classical repertoire. And his work is full of feeling and expression. There was a wonderful documentary about Segovia where he discussed the role of different instruments. The guitar, he said, voices our love. The cello, our lament. He spoke of his youth in Granada and the beauty of the place. And he actually said that for the guitar there was a fervent, devoted incompetence. And he spoke of how he worked with luthiers to make the instrument produce more volume to compete with an orchestra. At the end of the documentary, we see him sitting on his balcony overlooking the Costa del Sol with a sepia-coloured sunset. And it was like that he became a friend, one of those enigmatic people that have an ordinariness of disposition yet make you a little bit giddy with the intensity of their vision. The classical guitar Voices love to the partner the sad cello voices element he said the organ is used to address our dear old friend the party known as third Segovia Segovia Segovia, Segovia He grew up 
the soul of Spain's Andalusia. The sun goes down on a balcony based in sepia upon Costa del Sol. Segovia, 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 Segovia. understand why people believe in ghosts I'm looking for a psychosocial explanation and I looked at the story of the black lady of Bradley Wood but I changed it to Brady Wood so that it rhymes with lady she lost her husband to a war, possibly the War of the Roses, and then when the war came to her neighbourhood, the enemy soldiers took her baby. And so it's said that if you go into those woods at night and call out Black Lady... I stole your baby three times, she will attend. But what does it mean? Well, the black lady certainly was a victim of appalling circumstances and as such somehow carries the collective guilt of the living we tend to employ the the dead or the undead as scapegoats for the sins of the living or as living bearers of our guilt. But truth be known, you can walk through any cemetery, even at night, and 
you won't hear a peep out of the dead. All of the trouble that you get in this world is from the living. I saw the name Ellura somewhere back in the 80s and it seemed like a, a great name so I wrote a song as you do when something prompts it. 
I pictured a glamorous, strong, stylish woman, possibly Italian. The name sounds Italian, but it's actually from the Darawal language of a people whose lands are near modern-day Sydney. The word means a quiet, peaceful place. I didn't know that then, or even recently when I dug out the song for reworking. Elura sounds like Allure, but it also has an Italian kind of a ring to it. The Italian aspect of the song aims to celebrate all those alluring Italian goodies, coffee, calzoni, valpolicella, opera, pasta, tiramisu, these things that seem to make or afford a sense of quality, ecstasy and freedom to life. And the song speaks of freedom in the context of a troubled world where climate deniers and COVID deniers shout for freedom, yet by their very actions deny it to everyone. The line, freedom is something that cannot be held in one hand, suggests that the perception that freedom is about the individual is a myopic view and that real freedom only happens when everyone is on board. Fumare Fonasare There's always a way To ring the bell The bell of freedom Freedom from hell Freedom is something The masses don't understand It's something that cannot be held in one hand There you sit Hardly lonely You're the rock of Gibraltar Over coffee and calzone Flying high in a poor Nazare
This one's introduced by... By whom? That'll be me, Ron Rude, previewing my forthcoming album, Morpheo and the Universes, on Planet X, here on Community Radio 3CR. Sobin is a fictitious name, derived by a name generator that I wrote over 20 years ago, that amazingly still works. It's hard to tell... How much of our reality is objective, that is really out there, or subjective, like from our own point of view? In the song, the angels speak to the character Soben. Did they really speak to him, or did he find his inner voice? Are they angels doing demonic work, or are they demons doing angelic work? As I learn the challenging art of singing a chorus across three octaves, it needs to sound both angelic and demonic. I'll demonstrate the three octaves on the piano. Either way, it has to testify to that notion that intense forces come from within.
called The World Soul. Does the planet have a soul? It's a charming quality that we have to ascribe spiritual sentience to natural objects such as rocks, great trees, the ocean, and perhaps even the world. Thomas More in his bestseller, Care of the Soul, said, If we believed that the ocean had a soul, then we wouldn't dare to throw our rubbish in it. Nice. I agree. Now, the composer Scriabin, Alexander Scriabin, believed that his mystic chord, if played by a loud orchestra, high in the Himalayas, I presume high enough that God will hear it, as close to heaven as possible, that it would bring about the end of the world. Now let's have a look at the mystic chord. Um, I've got it right here. It's C, F sharp, B flat, E, A, and D. So I'll, I'll play the whole chord now. Are you still there? The chord has some complex intervals, but once you analyze it, it's just a chord. And it kind of shows that the power of music doesn't really come from technical intervals. It comes instead through music being able to unite people and inspire them to connect, to connect 
with beauty so that destructive emotions are left behind. Music doesn't bring the end of the world. It brings the beginning. Three Revelations of Ron Rood. That's the uh, 
title of a, of a note that I'm referring to that I wrote about 10 years ago when I came home from a walk. And it says in the note that as I walked through the Listerfield Hills, I could see the suburban sprawl of the Knox region below creeping across the landscape and I could feel a chill from a weird little micro-tornado that flew slowly through the bush. Grey sky, charcoal trees with turquoise leaves and Aboriginal black crows whose piercing cry embodied a gravity that was truly ab origine of the origin from the beginning and the first revelation came to me there the crows as aboriginal spirits seem to be saying our myth our dreaming is built on nature and our peace is through being in and of the land and sky your myth is committed to the replacement of nature with your false dream of heaven on earth. As you replace nature, it will replace you. Then a lone magpie wandered toward me and stared at me out of one eye. It seemed to be saying... Will you taunt me? I could eat you. So came my second revelation. Humans are agents of nature. It wants us humans to taunt her until she eats us so that our cycle can be complete or for some other reason still to be revealed. And then I thought about agents, Knox real estate agents, agents of nature, agents of Satan. And then my third revelation came to me. If you are somewhat of an individualistic thinker, you can often be told that you are an agent of Satan and that you are doing the devil's work. Now, biblically, the devil is Lucifer, the angel who wanted to be powerful as God. He wanted power, control, dominion over everything. Someone who points the finger at you is actually an accurate personification of Lucifer. Power and control are the prime agenda. They're not real proponents of a religion of love, but rather insecure individuals who are projecting their own flaws onto everybody else. So my anger and my anguish subsided, though I still felt a little bit delirious and mad, but reasonably at peace with the earth and the sky. And so I seemed to float back down the hill as night fell. And now, ten years later, 
I put all that into a song. Radio 3CR. Punk only lasted a year or two before morphing into the more experimental post-punk, which had space, dub bass lines, and darker themes, perhaps. The spirit of punk was one of innovation and diversity. In our Melbourne crystal ballroom scene, synth bands, 
guitar bands, freeform jazz bands and punk bands all coexisted under the same roof. I like this category-defying individualism. By the same token, jazz teacher Steve Nixon gets annoyed when people say they don't like jazz. He points out that jazz can be anything you want it to. He's right. Something that defies categorization shouldn't be discriminated against on the basis of category. Jazz has the same daring, the same desire for creative freedom as punk and post-punk. Jazz perhaps requires a higher technical skill set, but the attitude is the same. This song is called Jazz Together. Let's listen to some jazz together.
The landscape of earthquakes and other natural disasters is the challenging landscape of the external world. But there's an internal landscape that we also inhabit and journey around. It's part naturalistic with scenery and part emotional with feelings. Light becomes dark, dark becomes light. The actual, the emotional and the spiritual all merge. This is a dreamscape with echoes of lost love. It's a journey toward wisdom and love, underscored by the harmony of music and marred by the lack of harmony in humanity. The vocal moves between very high notes and very low notes as we rise and descend in flight on the sacred owl. The composer Messian referred to blue-orange chords being part of his chromesthesia, where he, he would see colours for pictures. For most of us, the pictures don't trigger colours, but we can imagine the colours that Messian saw. Ultimately, it's the act of imagination rather than actual visual input that enhances aesthetic appreciation of music. This song's called Panorama.
I'm Ron Rude, and you're listening to And This One's Introduced By. I've got the cellos at hand, so I'm going to improvise a little bit with one of Messian's modes. The modes sound very otherly, and that's because they they, they don't have a, a starting point like our conventional musical scales. And by n- not having a starting point or a root note, they don't have a beginning and they don't have an end. So they're a bit like eternity, and that's what gives them that otherly feel. I was sitting in the garden on a sunny summer evening, and I was reflecting on the irony wherein I'm surrounded by so much beauty, yet the world, far from united by the common threat of the pandemic, is instead preparing for another major war. In my own mind, I feel the presence, metaphorically speaking, of angels. On the one hand, clarity in my musical studies, where where problems that lay open for decades, such as dissonance versus consonance, are coming to resolution. The angel for that would be Uriel. And then, on the other hand, humanity failing miserably to contain a pandemic, failing to live in harmony among nations, and failing to deal with climate change. Humanity seems to be begging to be destroyed Again, Uriel, which means the fire of God, could be called upon. A wind was blowing, and I could imagine seeing Uriel flitting among the trees. The wind seemed to be the music of heaven, and I felt protected by the great pine tree, In the song, the green-skinned ladies bathed in gold are not heavenly apparitions, but instead the, the dancing eucalyptus leaves in the evening sun. Restricted to the garden, I felt, I feel like Messian in the prison camp, where he used dissonance and consonance to express the end of time. My own use of accidental notes against a natural note scale in this song is a salute to Messian. What an awful thing it is to be contemplating the annihilation of one's own species and then celebrating that in song. I really would much rather be singing about how proud I am of humanity. But 
it is what it is, to paraphrase several of today's leaders. Thanks to host Dr. Gonzo and 3CR. I'm Ron Rood, and I've been previewing a new double album, Morpheo and the Universes, on And This One's Introduced By in the Planet X time slot, which occurs every Thursday night at 11.30 on 3CR. There you have it. 13 tracks from Ron Rood, entitled Morpheo, the Universes. A new double album. Uh, we heard the 13 tracks from Morpheo, the universes, from Ron Rude, 
Piano Piano, Insect Party, Monsters of the Deep, The Myth, The Mind, The Magic, Segovia, The Black Lady of Brady Wood, Elora, Sobin and the Angels, The World's Soul, The Three Revelations of Ron Rood, Jazz Together, Panorama, and Uriel. Thanks to Ron Rood for his really interesting introductions. So, uh, an interesting forthcoming album, Morpheo, The Universes, from Ron Rood. Thanks for listening and uh, visiting Planet X and another episode of it. And this one's introduced by on Community Radio 3CR. And join me next Thursday night for another episode of Planet X. And, and this one's introduced by... Bye for now. Thanks for listening to an episode of And This One's Introduced By. I'm Dr Gonzo and I'll be presenting another artist with another album next time on This One's Introduced By. Catch you next time. The other day, my mind was ill at ease. They were coming to take it away that afternoon. I was all by myself in a mellow mood, improvising symphonies. My right hand was playing Mozart's minuet, and at the same time, my left hand was playing Have a Banana from Carmen, and at the same time, my mouth was whistling a sextet from Luigi's. And while all this was going on, what do you think my foot was doing? While keeping time, it was cracking walnuts. You see, I had to eat, too. Then in the midst of my soliloquy, a strange feeling came over me. My right hand stopped playing. My left hand stopped playing. My mouth stopped whistling, and my foot stopped cracking walnuts. Food became secondary. Why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, I found it. I found it. The lost cod. That's it, the lost cod. So let's celebrate. I'm feeling great. I'm the guy who found the lost cord. That's it. It hasn't changed. I'll have my name in the Hall of Fame because I went and found the lost cord. Now everyone knows Tchaikovsky wasn't recognized for 200 years. Bombs wasn't recognized for 300 years. Beethoven wasn't recognized for 400 years. But I can't wait that long. I've got only two changes of clothes. So let's celebrate. I'm feeling great. I'm the guy who found the lost cord. How I struggled. I worked my brain to the bone. First I put an A flat with a B minor. Then I put a B minor with an F major. Then I put an F major with a B minor. Then I tried an A and a B and a B and a G and a G and an E and an E and a D and a B and a G and a G and an E and a B and a G and a B and a G and a B. What kind of a piano is this? No apostrophes. People said I was mad. But that didn't discourage me. They said Mozart was mad. They said Puccini was mad. They said Louis was mad. Who's Louis? My uncle, he was mad. Soon my efforts bore fruit and I found it. The lost caught. Music lovers, do you realize what you're hearing? I'll play it again. 
that's not the chord. Neither is that. Neither is that. Neither is that. What happened to it? I've lost the chord. A catastrophe. Lock the doors. Nobody leaves the place until I find it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to sit down on the keyboard of this piano until the chord is returned. That's it, the lost chord. I found it by sitting on the piano keyboard. Very strange, I usually play by ear. So let's celebrate. I'm feeling great. I'm the guy that found the lost chord. Dr. Gonzo back again with more tunes here on Planet X. And that last track was I'm the Guy Who Found the Lost Chord, released in 1948 on NGM Records by Jimmy Durante, a 10-inch 78 record that I owned when I was only 7 or 8 years old. Good to hear it again. The next track is a little more contemporary. Your Name Escapes Me is the first single from the forthcoming 17th album by Kelly Stoltz, The Stylist, due out on the 10th of June 2022 on Jack White's Third Man Records. Save, save, save. 
Good. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ah! Chewing out a rhythm of a bubble gum. Sun is out. Now all sub. It's not hard, not a hard to reach. We can hit your ride to back away. Up on the roof, out in the street, down at the playground, a hot concrete. Boys, that is too slow. Last of the most on the radio. Rock, rock, rock away, beat. Rock, rock, rock away, beat. Rock, rock, rock away, beat. We can hit your ride to rock away, beat. Rock, rock, rock away, beat. Rock, rock, rock away, beat. Rock, rock, rock away, beat. We can hit your ride to rock away, beat. Shake hands with folks in blue, then count your fingers. Now, in this world, there are only two kinds of dudes, hustlers and suckers. God bless their greedy little hearts. Because without them, where would us hustlers be? Trick Baby, Iceberg Slim's best-selling gut story of the world of the con, the hustlers, the high rollers, and the hatchet men who made it up. I hear for Scotty was sold some hot rocks. It turned out there was only glass. He dropped right on the spot. Had a heart attack. What do you want? Five thousand dollars. So you both dead. Trick baby. Iceberg Slim wrote it the way he lived it. It's his world. Sometimes brutal, but always real. Where some get by with bullets, and some make it with their brains. And the con never ends as long as there's a sucker. Trick baby from Universal, rated R, under seventeen, not admitted without parents. See it. What was that, Daddy?
honey, that was a song of the frogs. What kind of frogs? Well, honey, there was baby frog, then there was mama frog, and then there was daddy frog. Oh, tell me about daddy frog. Well, honey, daddy frog went a rockin' with the old Jane Bug. Grabbing that channel with a big frog hug. Well, now all the cats with in the big red dog. Rocked and rolled around Daddy Frog. Daddy Frog. Daddy Frog. Roddy Ride in his chillin' rock and roll pad. Let's pick up fast on his lily pad. You can't hear it. real hard cats and I dig. Most you water nets. Daddy Frog! Daddy Frog! Well, I pick up possum all that long. You make it easy for Daddy Frog.
Till once more they ride high out to sea Shrimp boats is 